Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Man, now that Jesus is taking his place, eh, man, let's take our place, eh, man. We're going to start. And I just want to encourage you. I'm going to get my PowerPoints up. So I just want to encourage someone that today is a special day. I believe there are many people at the sound of my voice that have a desire to write. They know that God has given them a book. He's given them a story. And sometimes you start, you stop. You've got pages and you don't know what to do with it. You, Many of you may be halfway there, quarter of the way there, just beginning. Or it's just a dream in your heart. But I just want to encourage you, amen. I want to give you some keys. Amen. I want to give you some keys to how to finish, how to write, to finish and publish your book. Amen. Um, you're going to let you know a little bit about myself first. Amen. My name is Pastor Kevin Treasure. And I've got seven, how many books? Seven, eight, seven, uh, about seven books out there. Um, I'll tell you how I started um, and what gives me the right to actually teach because you've got to know the teacher and man you've got to know okay what credentials do you have to actually teach me what you're teaching because there are a lot of people jumping on social media a lot of people jumping on the youtube and they're speaking all kinds of things but they have no credentials or nothing that really backs up and nothing um how can i say it gives them the authority or the right to speak about the subject that they're telling others about and so in 2007 um i was um, i'm a man i love the word of god as you know i'm a christian I'm not just a Christian, I'm a pastor. And I'm a man of, once a time I got saved, I fell in love with the word of God, amen. The word of God, amen. Jesus is the word made flesh, amen. The Bible says, search the scriptures because in them you think you have eternal life and they are they that speak of me. So I'm a man that loves the word of God and I believe in, I believe it's 2007. Um, I was just in my Bible, in my Bible as usual, in the word. And every time I'd find, every time I go to word of God, I'd see that I, it's just the power of words kept growing up on me what people said and what happened when people said it and the effects on people's lives and what people believe about themselves what people speak about themselves and i was just studying about power of words and i just started writing writing every time we just started writing about words and the power that they have on our lives and the effects they have on other people and how those words can drastically affect other people affect your life and um, the power of what you say about yourself and i just going through the word and I just kept writing writing and i remember going on a 21 day fast and I was going on a 21 day fast and I believe this fast I remember saying I'm going on a fast for understanding it was specifically for understanding I wanted the spirit of understanding the Bible says Solomon asked for wisdom so I was asking for an understanding and I believe it was halfway through the fast that the Lord spoke to me and said I want you to write a book now I'm a little black boy from South London and if you know anything about where I'm from it's not a nice place now that was the last thing on my mind to write a book I mean, where I'm from you, you don't write a book but God told me to write a book. He said, put everything. He said, write a book. So I began my journey in 2007, writing the book. And I began to call it the power of words, the winner's mentality. The power of words. The words have power. We used to say back in school, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Now that is a total lie. Now that we've grown up, words will hurt you. There are people that have spoken words over your life that are still affecting you even today. Words spoken to you as a child 
and they're still floating over your head and still penetrating your heart and you still think about them even now there have been prophetic words that released upon your life that have brought you into the ministry that you have even right now so words are very important god did not do anything in this world until he spoke it so i'm talking about my journey so from 2007 to 2014 for seven years i wrote this book it's my baby this is the longest book my my baby the power of words the winner's mentality and in 2014 i finally finished my book published my book there were many bumps along the way but i wanted to get this right because i knew that god had given me this book and this whole book started with this one verse mark 11 23 and 24 when jesus cursed the fig tree he said he cursed the fig tree and then the next day they came to the fig tree and they saw the fig tree had withered from the root now this program is for everybody this program is for everybody if you're not a christian but this program is for everybody i just got to tell you my journey now jesus turned around and cursed the fig tree and the next day because it had no fruit so the next day they came along and they saw the same fig tree and it was withered from the root and they called to remembrance he said master the fig tree that you curse is withered at the root and jesus turned to them and he said have faith in god or in the margin it will read have the faith of god or the god kind of faith and he said verily verily i say to you if you have faith and doubt not let me just get the right scripture translation amen because i want everyone to read this is what started my journey and everyone's going to have something that starts their journey someone's going to you're going to have something that marks your journey amen it says for verily i say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatever he saith. Now in 2007 when I was reading that, that blew up in my spirit. It just like a, a, a million, the only way I can describe it is that a million light bolts went off in my stomach. And I realized that I was onto something. God was trying to speak to me. So that's what started my journey. I mean, since then I've written seven books. I've written seminars about how to write a book because I believe when God has given you something, you want to give it to others. Amen. You want to encourage others. I'm a person I like to see other people win. So I help people write their books. So I said, I want to do a program to help people out there because there are many people, you have a gift, you have a dream inside of you. And some people say, I don't know how to write. What do I do? And I want to help someone out there. You know that God has called you to write a book. There's some people that have been through some very serious things in their life, maybe been through abuse, trauma, divorce. You've been through some things where if it wasn't for God, you would not be here and you're only alive by his grace. And you've got a story. The life that you've lived is a story, is a power story that can even be put into books and into films and you're saying well what do I do how do I get this story out how do I get what's in my heart out on paper and then onto the shelves well I'm here to help you and encourage you that you can do it and not only can you do it you will do it I believe in you God believes in you and he's put it in you for a reason the Bible says a man's gift shall make room for him and i believe there are gifts inside each and every one of us some of us just don't know how to tap into that gift so i just want to help you tap into that gift today because every single one of us are born for a purpose so i just want in the two hours that i have i'm going to give you things that people pay for <laughs> i'm not going to give you everything though i'm not, I'm not going to give you everything all right but i want to help someone out there fulfill their dream and some of you are saying i want to write a book and you've been saying it for the last two years three years four years five years i want to let you know that now is the time this is the hour that you're going to fulfill the purpose and the dream amen and i prophesied 
to you when you write one book you'll write five amen i believe it i receive it you are gonna do it now this is how to write a book so let me just give you some if you got your pen and paper i'm gonna try and go as slow as possible but i have to keep an eye on time but i want to encourage everyone out there okay we've prayed so let's get let's get writing now a book documents your legacy i want to let you know you can write this down a book documents your legacy amen a book journals what you've believed in amen when people see that you've written a book they will know that obviously it calls you you're usually a master in that area now amen a book will be around longer than you are we know of jane eyre charles dickens shakespeare I want to let you know if people did not put pen to paper when God had spoken to them, we would not have the Bible. We have 66 books of the Bible, amen, written by over 30 authors over the span of like 2,000 years, amen, from Genesis to Revelation, amen, and it's all about one man, but there's by the Spirit of God. So if they did not write down what God has spoken to them, we would not have these wonderful words spoken from the heart of God, amen. So you have to know that if God has given you something to write, he knows it's to benefit someone else. So I'll say this again, a book documents your legacy. It documents your legacy. A book will be around longer than you are. Amen. So when you are dead and gone and none of us are going to live forever, well, our spirit lives forever, but our bodies will go to the earth from ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Amen. But a book will be around longer than you. Okay. A book is your credibility. It's your credibility. A book gives you credibility. And it's like, okay, now we know that you've researched this. We know that you must have mastered this. So a book is your credibility. So many people have a business card. Your book is your business card. It is your credibility. You want to know about me? Mm, here's my book. Okay. So these are the things that a book can do for you. A book can go further than where you've gone. Amen. A book speaks volumes. Amen. When people cannot read you, a book gives people what you've learned and what you've taken your time out so people can have and read and research and now people can be edified and people can have the wisdom that you have that you've taken time out to study and research and now put into a book to help someone else always have in mind a book <clears throat> is to help someone else amen always want to know okay what is my book plan to do what is the plan for my book what do i want my book to be is it an exercise book is it a devotional is it my testimony is it a novel Amen. Is it romance? What is my book? Is my book here? Is it a self-help book? What type of book am I going to write? Amen. What type of book am I going to write? Amen. So here's some keys. I want you to, if you're going to write, write about what you are experienced in. That is so key. I'm going to say that again. Write about what you are experienced in. So many people try and write about things that they know nothing about. Listen, if you write about things you know nothing about, people will see through that. They will see you for who you are. They will know, well, this person's really just playing someone to be someone that they're not. So always write about something that you are experiencing. That is so important. That is so key. Write about something that you're experienced in, okay? Always write about something that you're experienced in. Now, I want to help you out. <clears throat> Some people are at different stages. So I want to speak to the person that's at stage. You have that desire in your heart, amen, and you really want to write. You know there's something in your heart to write. Now, there are all people. There are people that have started already. There are people that are halfway there. There are people just at the beginning stages, and there are people that have just have a book in their heart, and they know they want to write. But I want to speak to everybody today, amen. So I can say to you, if you could talk about to anybody about one thing, what would it be about? If you could talk to anybody about one thing, what would it be about? You have to ask yourself about these things. 
I'm gonna try and take my time. If you could talk to anybody about one thing, what would it be about? What do you feel strongly about, or what do you feel passionately about? Those are the things you should be writing about. What you feel strongly about, what you feel passionately about. Don't write about something that you're not passionate about because you won't have a passion to write it and it will take longer to write you. No, so I always say don't write about something that you're not passionate about. If you don't feel strongly about it, if you're not passionate about it, don't write about it. But if you could talk to anybody about one thing, what would it be about? It could be health, it could be wisdom, it could be finances, children, entrepreneurship, youth issues. What is passionate to you? There's some people, the issues about our prison system are passionate to people, our young people. Um, uh, there's abuse or human trafficking some people feel passionately about these things some people feel passionately about the bible or prophecy evangelism what is passionate to you what what is your passion and then is it women's ministry or women's issues if you could talk to anybody about three things if you could talk to anybody about one thing what do you feel strongly about what is it now just a little exercise i'm going to be quick now write down three things about that subject you believe in so those things, that one thing that you could write passionately about, passionate, passionate about what you, you really desire. You know that, listen, if someone give you a platform, you know, hey, listen, this is what I want to talk about. This is what I want to tell people about. This is what's on my heart. This is what's happening in this area. Now write down three things about that subject you believe in. And if you're that passionate about it, three things should come easy. Because if you write three things, you can write five. And if you write five things, you can write seven. So that one thing that you are passionate about, jot down three things what you believe about about that subject you believe or you know or do you are well versed so I'm going to say that again if you have three write down three things for example if it's health for example this is for example if it's health exercising, exercising every day is a good way to stay healthy that's one thing uh, two cutting out fast food is a good way to stay healthy because okay I'm just giving you an example if you health was your subject one thing would be exercising every day is a good way to stay healthy um, cutting out fast food is a good way to stay healthy. Uh, eating lots of vegetables is a good is good for you. Okay, that's if you know about health, you know that those three things. Okay, those are three things that, off the top of my head, I can easily, easily write about. And I want to say to you, if you're passionate about something, if you know three or four things, you can easily now make seven things about that subject. So what I'd say to you now, extend on what you know about that subject. Now, some of you already have a subject matter in heart. So if you'll already have seven facts or 10 facts or 15 facts or 21 keys, amen. So what I'm trying to say is you're going to build on what you've got. So what you're passionate about, build on what you're passionate about. So if you're passionate about sports, if you're passionate about youth issues, if you're passionate about business or passionate about finances, then you know you're going to write three things and you know you can actually write seven facts about your subject. Yeah, you can write seven facts. You've just got three and four right there. So now you can write seven facts about that subject. And I'm talking facts, okay? Seven things you know for surety about that subject. Give me your time. So some of you, like I said, you're already before that. You're already past this stage. And you say, hey, hey, preacher, I'm past this stage. What are you saying to me? I'm just trying to help you. I'm just trying to help you. Because I'll be honest with you. If you really take your writing seriously you can have a book done in 30 days it's not impossible the bible says with god nothing shall be impossible you can have a book done in 30 days you can have a book written in 30 days i'm not talking the editing part i'm not talking the proofreading part i'm just talking you can have your book written in 30 days if you are disciplined now some of you may be like myself 
um, I was a person I'd have like I mean I've got about three four books waiting to be finished um, and I'm a person I'm one of those people how I got to finish my book and this is so key I'm, not, I'm coming back to where we are but this is so key because this is for someone out there how I finished my book is this I had about three four books but um, I had to say to myself I heard a man of God preaching about or teaching about the spirit developing the spirit of a finisher what does he mean many of us start things but we don't finish it so we've got four five seventeen different projects that we've started but we have not finished now he's saying no you've got to develop the spirit of a finisher how do you do that what he's saying is that you've got to take the most passionate subject or the most passionate thing that you have started and you've got to leave aside everything else and focus on that one thing and finish that one thing and when you finish that one thing go on to the next thing that's how you develop the spirit of a finisher and i know i'm speaking to someone because there's many people out there you've started so many things and you don't finish it no the way you can over get over that because it's not a bad thing it just means you're an ideas person you're an ideas person you get ideas ideas come ideas come but the way you get over that and the way you use uh, your time fruitfully and be productive is that you cut out every other thing and you focus on that one thing and you focus on it until it is finished and then you move on so underneath those seven things underneath those seven facts you'd write down a word which defines an experience that you had of that that you had of that so if you've got seven facts, you write down a word under each of those facts. Just one word. One word. You don't need much. Yep. You don't need one. Just one down. If you know about any books or plays or scriptures or films or people related to that, what you wrote down, jot that down also. So we talked about three words. The three, one thing you're passionate about, you've written down three things. And then those three things, you write down seven facts seven facts if i'm going too far say hey slow down teacher slow down so i'll go back slow for you so you've got your thing that you're most passionate about so you write that down and under that thing that you're most passionate about you write down those three things or three things that you know you can speak of on the top of your head it could be three or it could be four it could be seven but under those things now you write down seven things write down a word which defines an experience that you had write down seven things or seven things or one word under those because seven things that you can write about because you've written about three or four and those things could be books or plays or scriptures so if you're writing about gang violence now something like uh, Al Pacino could come to mind or Scarface could come to mind I'm just saying something if you're writing about something to do with gang violence you're writing about okay um, somebody you know that went to prison or someone that had an experience in prison just write those things just write those things so if it's something to do with health okay let's stay with health because we started on health so you know about um you may have known someone um under the seven facts you know that okay you know that their heart disease is how much percent among people of certain color or certain age so just write down those things and say um the biggest cause of heart attacks is this so write down those seven facts let's stay with health okay i'm just saying this for an example okay i don't want to view off the point so we started off with health so we just write down and write down a word under each and every one of them you can write about cancer write about cause of cancer um, heart attack heart disease high cholesterol high blood pressure diabetes you can write things just write things and then write about any books that you know and then connected to health or books you may have read plays you might have seen or scriptures that you know and then that 
you know can connect with health god says i wish above all and may prosper and be in good health even as thy soul prospers amen so you can write down something that you know god has ordained for us long life with long life shall i honor thee and show thee thy salvation so you can write down scriptures or write down anything related to what you wrote down so i'm just sticking with health as a way that you can understand what i'm trying to say so if there's anything that you know so there's something you know oh no i know this lady she was once um, 21 stone and now she's dropped to 14 stone and you can just write that down jot that down so now you've got those or you may have had them already you may have 10 keys like i said you may be at a stage where you're already past this but I'm, what I'm saying to you, now you have a rough breakdown of spider chart. You have a rough breakdown. Now what you've really got is, to be honest with you, you now actually have, in a skeleton framework, seven chapters. You really do. You actually have seven chapters. Because remember, it's something that you're passionate about, something that you're doing your research about, and something that you know about. So you've written seven, you've written the three things, and you've written seven words, and you've written, now you've applied what you know about them, or stories about them, or plays about them, scriptures about them, and the more you add to them, and the more you think about what you what you know about, because remember, if you're passionate about it, you've already got things most probably written down here, there, and everywhere about your subject. So there's people that, like I said, are already past this stage, or are people just at this stage. You've already got seven chapters. Now I tell people. If they want to start with a devotional, a devotional is the simplest thing to write. A 30-day devotional. Because devotionals are something that people just pick up. They have a, a sentence or a couple sentences for one day, maybe a scripture to add to it. A devotional can be written so quickly, so easily. So what we're doing, we really just expanding. You see how easy it is to expand on what you've got really easy because some of you have already passionate about things you may be passionate about writing you may be passionate about news you may be passionate about music so if you're passionate about these things you've already got things down and you're like oh my god i've actually got when you may be looking at what you've got already and you're going through your paperwork and you're like well really actually uh teacher i've got about 15 things i've got 25 things even better now if you just start adding to those you'll really find okay you've got a book in development at skeleton stage you've already got those things as skeleton stage and all you start to do now is start to build on each chapter build on each chapter now if you're starting at the beginning stage you may have to like you're getting excited and you're like oh my god i've already got so much already and i i, I can't believe how much I, and now you start to build them because i tell people the more you write the easier it becomes you see you've got to start writing daily and you've got to start disciplining yourself now some people they're like them early morning people some people are afternoon people some people are nighttime people listen there's no right or wrong way don't let nobody say to you oh you must write in the morning you're right every human being is different okay everybody is different so don't let no one tell you oh you have to do it this way you have to do, do it the way that's right to you but i pray listen to me be disciplined be disciplined okay you've got to be disciplined this thing has got to be like laser sharp focus this is something that you do night and day this is something that you do all day every day every day every day because if you write a page a day listen to me that's a devotion already every day every day every day and they say oh i haven't got time no we make time for what we want to do i tell when people tell me oh, i haven't got time to do no we make time for what we want to do 
I make time to go to the gym. I make time to go to work. Because if I don't go to work, the bills don't get paid, the mortgage don't get paid, I'm in problems, I'm homeless. So you make time for what you want to do. So don't say, oh, I haven't got time. No, you make time for what you want to do. And you begin to build on what you have. Now, for the person that's already ahead of this, you may have um, pages and pages and pages of things. Now it's time for you to really now break down what you have, break down what you have, and now start to put it into categories. So, so if we're sticking with health, we'll say you might say, okay, okay, um, we're just saying for health because this is what we use as our example, okay? So say you have one thing you've been talking about, the heart. You've got a page about the heart. And what makes the heart tick what's good for the heart what vitamins are good for the heart how the blood flows and how it pumps and what we need to do to protect our heart amen and whether it's spiritually the things we have to do spiritually protect our heart because there's a man thinking in his heart so is he so it may be the things to do with the heart so you now you've got whole pages and all these things and i've just given someone about five different facts about the heart amen so i'm talking and i don't even know much about health what i'm saying and now you've got a, a thing about kidneys so now you're writing about the kidneys and how water's good for the kidneys and now you've got to go, avoid kidney stones how you got to avoid these things and, and now you've got to write about something about the lungs and now you're going to about the large intestines and you're writing about the brain so know those things if you if you're a person that's interested in health and you know okay well this type of exercise is good for this part of the body and this muscle so does that make sense because you're passionate about these things now you've got a breakdown of each subject and what you really have is chapters beginning to form it's not hard it's not hard always remember as a man thinketh in his heart, I just said it, so is he. So if you think it's hard, you're going to believe it's hard and act like it's hard. Writing a book is not hard. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little black boy from South London. Well, I'm in my 40s now. But I'm, <laughs> I'm talking the kind of person I am. I'd never dream that I'd write a book. Never. Not where I'm from. So in America, they call them projects. I'm from Mungeto. I'm from a council estate. Listen to me. A lot of bad people grew up in my estate. All the people that I knew were bad. Uh, and there's some notorious people that I know or knew amen still know amen but what I'm saying to you is that I believe God spoke to me to put it in the book right and when you know there's something in you just telling you to do something you know when the Holy Ghost has told me right I know it's not my capability I look on the books that I've written I know not I know listen I don't take no credit because I know that I'm not that smart I give God all the glory because I know it could never be me it's only him Amen. As a, I'm speaking as a Christian, it can only be Him. I give Him all the glory. Amen. Some people say, "Oh, they self-made this." No, there's nothing self about anything I do or we do as Christians. All the glory belongs to God. And look at what I've written. I'm like, "Oh my God, this can only be You," because I am so not that smart. So I'm like, "God, You just amaze me every time." So I believe, as Christians, He will use us as vessels just to get His message out. Amen. So some some keys to writing your book. So write this down, I'm trying to take my time, amen. As you can see, I'm not preaching, I'm not shouting today, amen. I'm doing quite good, amen, I'm doing quite good. Why? Because I'm trying to teach you. Why? Because I want to help someone out there to finish your book. You can do it and you will do it, amen. You can visit me at www.kevintreasure.com, amen. I do do personal wherever you are, I will help you. That is a fee, amen, that is a fee, <laughs> okay. But I want to help someone, my desire is to help you. I want you to get that book out, why? Because I know the feeling when that postman or the delivery man drops that first set of 50 books 40 books 100 books to your door and you open up that box and you lift up that book and you say wow look what the lord has done you will experience that you say look what the lord has done look what who who could it be but god because i know it wasn't me 
you must document number one write this down you must document your discoveries experiences illustrations and passions you must document amen i'm a person listen as a writer i walk around the pen and paper walk around the pen and paper i speak to the dreamers also there are some people they dream they dream a lot they dream if you're a dreamer if you're a joseph you're a dreamer amen please go to bed next to you listen to me i'm giving this as a freebie this is all free okay go to bed with pen and paper by your bedside because god speaks in dreams and visions the book of job says god speaks once twice yeah in a dream and a vision but man perceiveth of not in a dream and a vision he opens up his ears and he seals man's instructions so god will give you instructions in the night time amen in fact it was a dream that he gave me of how to raise money for the book amen because i had no money and it was a dream that he gave me of how to raise money because remember god does everything in stages because some people say oh how am i going to publish the book whoa 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 backtrack slow down rewind and come again write the book first amen we'll we'll get to that in a moment because many people want to they want to rush off and do it no stage by stage amen line upon line precept upon precept here a little there a little amen start where you are when you get to that stage god will meet you there okay but you must document your discoveries experiences illustrations and persuasions one i'm going to say that again seven keys to writing your book you must document your discoveries experiences illustrations and persuasions it's important that you document them document your discoveries write them down write them down amen some people say oh write down later no no your mind is 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 more intricate than the supercomputer out there so there's so much things that go through your mind you forget things write them down document your discoveries your experiences illustrations and persuasions it's very important that you document what you have you write them down amen you write you're going to be a writing machine you write them down two discern your greatest passions and those who should benefit from it discern i've said it before what do you love to talk about you've got to discern your greatest passion and those who should benefit from it i tell people not everybody you are not sent to everybody Okay. Some people want to be loved by everybody. I want to give you a wake-up call. You're not going to be loved by everybody. You're not going to be received by everybody. But there is a platform for you. I didn't say a pulpit. I said there's a platform. Amen? So you've got to discern your greatest passions and those who would benefit from it. Who am I sent to? Is it teenagers? Is it young people? Who am I sent to? Who is my audience? Is it women? And if it is women, what type of women? Broken women. I mean, women are going through. Young women. Who am I speaking to? Who is going to benefit from it? You've got to know your audience. Know who God has sent you to. He sent Jonah to Nineveh. He didn't send him to Tarshish. So he made sure, listen, you're going to go to Nineveh. So do not try to go or, or go somewhere where God didn't send you. Now God would usually, I mean, like I said, I'm a Christian, so I'm going to, I'm going to speak about God. So God will usually make you start somewhere. And, and don't despise the day of small beginnings. And you may start in your church, but then God says, well, I want to give you the nation. I want to give you a community. I want to give you the nation. And then I want to give you the world. But you've got to start somewhere. Amen. Rome was a conquered in the day. What do you love to talk about? It's important that you, what do you love to talk about? And I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. Because sometimes I do go off and I know, and God is saying to me, Kevin, get back to what I've given you. I've given you everything to, pertaining to life and godliness. My desire is the power of words. So sometimes you want to go off and do do this and that and be a, a jack of all trades and a master of none. And God is saying, no. If you look at certain people, certain people's life or ministry 
their ministry is marked out on what they master so some people their ministry is faith if they're talking ministries their ministry they master on faith that's what they talk about is faith faith some people's just healing and deliverance they master healing and deliverance so some people they've got a prophetic ministry so that's what they're going to write about speak about that's their persuasion prophetic ministry so they're going to speak about the prophetic and speak about other prophets and then they can speak about the gifting and how you can activate the gifting that god has placed inside of you for his glory for his honor amen how you receive a word of knowledge how you receive a word of wisdom people are going to write about what they feel more passionately about amen that is so important amen you got to know your audience is it a church audience Amen. Okay, I'm a Christian, but God doesn't just call me to the church. He's called me to the kingdom. I believe people, are t- he's called you to a kingdom. So please get out of church mentality. You have to have a kingdom mindset. That is so important. Don't let me start preaching now. I'm teaching, but you have to have a kingdom mindset. Please don't let me start preaching. I'm here to teach today. I will keep teaching, okay? But you must have a kingdom mindset. It's a kingdom mandate. Some people, they're like, oh, I just want to, no, 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 no. No, we've got a world to affect. Amen. But we've got to start somewhere. This is important. Three, create an environment for writing your book. Create an environment for writing your book. Some people like to write in their bedroom. Some people like to write in their office or on the sofa. But you've got to create the right environment. I mean, some people like to go for a walk in the park and then they get um, revelation and they get inspiration out of hearing the birds, the crickets, the, wherever you are, amen. If you're in the sunny islands in the Caribbean and hey, you can walk on the sandy beach like I wish I was there right now. But um, wherever gives you inspiration, but create an environment for writing your book, amen. Create, and I just want to add this in. I may be going a bit too far, so choose what is right for you. <clears throat> Some people are good at just sitting at a computer and inspiration come and type in. Some people like myself, sometimes you're old-fashioned. You get pen to paper and you just write, write, you just write. <clears throat> some people um, have a dictaphone. You, um, there's some great software that you can get free or download for like £2 or $2, wherever you are, on your phone. So some people like to talk. So they've got um, speech-to-text apps, amen. So some people prefer, hey, I don't really like writing but I love talking so some people you've got your speech to text apps which are great I've got a great one on my phone I need to use it more often but I'm more of a person that will write down amen but you've a variety of ways amen but create your environment so some people like to sit at a computer write some people like to just write pen to paper some people just like to speak their phone speak their book amen but fine write create the environment that you want to write in talk your book talk your book so any anytime there's a conversation and you want to talk your book talk your passion talk your book the more you talk your book the bible says i believe it's in mark chapter four um too much is given um to him that is given i want to write find it i want to because there's preachers who want to say one thing i want to make sure we speak exactly because we can say it and get it modeled up so here we go i want to tell you exactly what i'm saying i know the word uh, listen to what he said, Matthew, um, Mark 4, 24. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured unto you, unto you, and that which you hear, and more shall be given. So listen to him say it again. I'll read it in English, Kevin. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. 
So to you that hear shall more be given. So I was finding that with my book. The more that I talk it, the more that I study it, it's the more that I'm receiving from it. So you refine. The more you focus on your book, the more you focus on your subject, the more you're going to start receiving. And you're like, wow, wow. And it's just revelation, revelation, revelation. As you dwell deeper into your subject subject matter, it's the more you're going to receive. And the more you receive this, the more you're going to write about. And it's the more you write about, it's the more you can edify the reader that picks up your book. And it's the more credibility that gives you as an author. Amen. Remember, you're going to be an author. Yes, they're going to have that title. You're going to be an author to the glory of God. Amen. So talk your book. It's so important. Talk your book. I'm giving you a whole teaching and seminar on free on the radio. Amen. Because I want to help someone write their book. Listen, don't look at you and say, oh, I'm from a one-parent family. I'm from a one-parent family. Oh, I'm from a poor part. I'm from a poverty. Uh, oh, this happened to me. Not Listen to me. Don't use excuses why you cannot do it. You can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. You are going to write it. Amen. Can I just help someone at this point right now? I want to take a pause break and say even the bad things that you went through, the traumatic things, the things that you thought were going to break you, that is your story and testimony for someone that may be going through the same thing. There are people now at the point of suicide and if they don't read your book, hear your voice and when they might do it. You're you're there to save them. Say, I was once there. I was going to take my life. I was going to do something crazy. I've done things crazy. God has saved me. God intervened. And your book and your story is a testimony for someone else that's going through. They may be facing the same thing that you're doing. You've been through and may not be able to make it unless they hear your story. Your story is so important. It's so important. Don't undermine or underestimate what you've been through. Your story is so important. So please put pen to paper and finish that book and you say well i'm embarrassed about what i've gone through jesus took all your shame on the cross okay let me just get that out there he took your shame there's nothing to be embarrassed about sometimes the most embarrassing thing that you've been through shameful thing that you thought would break you listen to me someone else's bridge to know that listen if they survived it then i can survive it okay so always be encouraged okay write write and don't stop writing Four, this is so important. Do not, and I repeat, do not underline don't or do not, okay? Create and edit your ideas at the same time. I'm going to say that again. Do not or don't, do not, in red writing, in bold, create and edit your ideas at the same time. Come back later and delete, but just get it documented. Because some people, they write down their ideas and then they try and edit the ideas and say, I'm not crossing out. No, just write. I'm a person that just write. When it comes to me, I just write. Sometimes when I was writing my first book, I'm a person, listen, I'm driving down the road and I'd have to pull over. I'm telling you, I used to drive the church van, still have a church van, but I'd have to pull over and just write. I have to write because I know that if I don't write it, I'm going to lose it. That's, a, that's me. That's me. Because I know that, listen to me, when God speaks to you or you get that revelation, you cannot just leave it till later. I'm about, I had to, literally, I had to pull over where, I, where it was safe, okay? Where it was safe, amen? And put pen to paper and write down what I've just received because I don't want to miss anything that God is saying to me. But don't try to edit when you're in idea stage. There's idea stage and there's edit stage. Don't edit in idea stage, okay? Write down your ideas. Come back later and delete but just get it documented. I'm going to say this because there's some perfectionists out there and listen to me, there's nothing wrong with being a perfectionist, okay? Nothing wrong with being a perfectionist, but do it at the right time, okay? Just get it documented. There is idea stage and there's editing stage. Don't mix the two, okay? 
when it's idea stage just get it documented get it documented five this is so important keep the right people around you who will motivate you to complete your book not the person who says why you got that pen and paper why you always writing that person says oh you ain't no 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 those people will dampen your spirit and hinder you from going forward and completing your destiny keep the right people around you listen i'm one of those people listen i will walk alone if there's no one around you in the same frame 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 mind frame as me amen i'm a person listen to me i need to be around the right people i know who motivates me i do not want anybody dampening where i'm going you are going somewhere and if you have to cut off 95 percent of the people listen to me for the time being listen you can't take everyone to where you are going keep the right people around you people will motivate you there are pictures or teachers or people that you listen to youtube is a wealth of information there's some teachers i mean the motivators uh, speakers pastors teachers prophets there are some people i mean that you know when you listen to you get inspiration from them they motivate you to write they motivate you to do it listen keep those people on your on your on your podcast keep those people in your ears keep those people around you keep those people keep their voice around you let them mentor you from afar amen in fact they mentor you from near because if you've got access to all their material and if they've got hundreds of videos out there they're actually mentoring you you're having a private mentorship Amen. So do not underestimate the power of influence, great influence, godly influence, influence that will influence you to success. Amen. That's so important. Identify your motivators. So this leads on to the next one. I'm going to try and slow down. Sorry. Like I said, it's going to be repeated on Sunday and Sunday. Played on Sunday and repeated on Monday. Identify your motivators. If I feel led again to play it again, I will. Identify your motivators. Who are they? Your friends, other authors. Amen. You may not necessarily know them the way you should, but identify them. I just said it. There are the people on your, your podcast, YouTube. Identify your motivators. There's some man that I, there's some preachers that I listen to. When I listen to them, I listen to them. I start putting pen to paper. I'm not taking what they've given, but they just they motivate me. Amen. To write what I know that God has put in me. Amen. There's some people that God has given the grace to motivate you. Amen. Your pastor is your motivator. Should be your motivator. The prophet is your motivator. The, the five um, gifts. Amen. The five um, ministry gifts. The pastor, the apostle. Amen. The bishops. Sorry, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Amen. The motivational gifts to motivate you. Amen. To do the will of God. To edify. To build you up. But you have to identify what friends that you know when you speak to them. It's like they make you laugh. They make you really want to go forward. They make you want to get up, amen. And they make you want to run through you, go through, scale over walls. Identify those people, amen. Keep their number on speed dial, amen. <laughs> and say, hey, morning, speak to me. Just speak into my heart. Speak into my spirit, amen. But identify them, amen. This is so important. Write this down. Set small achievable goals and finish them. This is so important. Set small achievable goals and finish them. Now, if you're like me, sometimes I'm in my mind and I say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this by um, two months' time. And you know you got work. You know you're married. You know you have family. And you know you have children. And you know you have commitments. And you know you have ministry. Get real, man. Get real. Do not set unachievable deadlines. Amen. Now, if you know you can set a deadline and you know that, okay, because of the schedule that I have, I know I can actually make this my main priority. And I know if I put all my heart and soul into this, it can work. Set small achievable goals 
and finish them. You can see many people get discouraged by setting goals which they cannot achieve and when they don't achieve them they get discouraged and now they're set back and now they don't want to go on because they feel they can't do what they said they'll do. Amen. And the key was they set too big a goal and tried to achieve too much in too short a space of time. Amen. And now they feel knocked back and set back and they feel, oh, well, this can't be God or this ain't really what I'm supposed to do. No. Set goals, but make them achievable and finish them. Amen. Sorry, I need some water. Man, I'm in teaching zone. Amen. I'm not screaming down a microphone. I just want to help someone out there because you are born to do it. Amen. Set small achievable goals and do it. Write this down. Plan your book. Plan your book. This might seem obvious, but a little planning can go a long way to getting the best results for your book. Okay? It may seem very obvious, but just a little planning can go a long way to getting the best results for your book. I'm not talking about the actual writing of it. You've probably got that under control, but you've got to plan your book. And there's some things to think about with planning your book, amen. So now I'm telling you how to write. I'm telling you, so if it's a devotional, if you write a page a day, a page a day for 30 days, you've got a devotional. You've got a small devotional. So if you write a page a day, say if you write a page a day about marriage, and under that, if you are a Christian, under that, you've got now a scripture under every 30 pages. You've got a 30-day devotional got a smaller devotion that people can carry on and then people can use as a point of reference in regards to their marriage you've got something that married couples or engaged couples or newlyweds or people that have been married for a long time they just really want to rekindle their fire you've got something that they can now sit down every evening or every morning and just read that page together read the scripture uh, that's delegated to that page and i pray together or a little prayer at the end amen but you've got a 30-day devotional that marriages can now build themselves upon and amen and be encouraged that okay wow this is something that we can now really focus on aspect of the day or our marriage on all right so i want to encourage you for some people maybe other things whatever it is if you want to start small some of you have a novel now if it's a novel all i say to you write you've got the story write oh thank you holy spirit i want to talk to the people that are halfway through the book you've come to a dead end or you've come to a, a mind block you've come just come to that block sometimes you get to that point we just come to that block like oh my god i don't know what uh, how do i finish how do i write i'm in the middle and i want to get to the end or some people they have the end but they don't have the beginning or they have the end and they have the um, the beginning but they don't have the middle and you're like i've come to that block okay what was your inspiration at the beginning to start the book I'm going to say that again for people to get to that place where they've come to this mind block or they've come to this gap or this brick wall where like oh I can't go no further I don't know what to write what was the inspiration at the beginning that started you writing the book because I'm going to give you a person I'm going to give people a key if you are a Christian I'm going to give you a key and you're going to think oh this guy's crazy if you're not a Christian but I want to help you out if you're a mature Christian listen to me speaking in tongues has been a big revelation for me there's been times where i speak in tongues for hours and then a few minutes after god just boom just drops something in my spirit and i'm like oh thank you jesus thank you jesus you see people say paul said i speak in tongues more than you all (laughs) but some of us don't speak in tongues so you gotta find out (laughs) what works for you okay (laughs) i'm just telling you what works for me amen 
sometimes worship or sometimes just being still before the Lord sometimes you need to just get out of the house go for a walk and just meditate meditate be persistent be persistent do not I repeat do not give up I'm going to say that again do not give up be persistent okay please be persistent amen if God is God enough to give you the beginning he can give you the end amen but you will finish your book five things to think about when you're planning your book okay so you're writing and then you're, you're writing so you're off and you're off to your writing you're there you've got your points you're going to decide is it devotional is it fiction is it non-fiction is it self-help amen am i writing to help people out of a trouble a situation amen so you're gonna start to focus on what is it that i'm actually writing about who am i aimed at amen so right sometimes you may not even have that you may not even have but you know you just want to write about health just staying with health because that was our what that was the one that we started with just as an example you just know that you want to write about health you don't even know how it's going to come across but just write i cannot emphasize enough write 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 you may not even know what type of um book it's going to be but you know you want to write about health as you write about health and as you go through and you write down everything as you continue to write you're going to be led now to say well it's really a book that's going to help people it's really a book that's going to just cause people to um how can i say it? are in a situation to know what to do when they're there or avoid getting there does that make sense but the most important thing is that you write amen five things to think about when you are planning your book why what size should it be that is very important amen there's some standards and um, book sizes what size is it going to be amen what size is it going to be there's five eight there's six by ten there's all kind of book sizes and then standard book size industry book sizes i tell people go into the library go into bookshops look at the kind of books that are out there what kind of book and then do you like what type of book size do you feel comfortable with or what type of book because of the type of book you have what type of books should really start and now begin to determine what size it should be is it a children's book is it hardback or is it softback now always if i go delve, delve deeper paperback books are cheaper than hardback books amen so you've got to start thinking about that what size should it be have you got all the images that you need for your book that's important do you have all the images that you need and the copyrights if they are not your images that's very important okay make sure you've got the copyright you've got the rights so you've got uh, allowed and then to use those images that you place in that book and then are you going to be your images or somebody else's these are very important do you have your own isbn number that's important every book needs an isbn number okay Santa, every book needs their own ISBN. I'm gonna explain that further down the line. Like, hey, teacher, what you talking about? What's an ISBN? I'll get down to that. I have to look at time, make sure that I'm on time. I don't want to go over. And then, is your book ready or nearly ready? You gotta understand. Is your book ready or nearly ready? What stage am I? Am I at the writing stage, the editing stage? What is it? Nearly ready? Am I at the end stage? Where am I? Do you need professional services? Now I wanna let you know. Everybody needs professional services everybody needs professional services there is editing and our editing is the overall quality of the writing improved language use enhanced expression clearer errors and inconsistencies removed your writing will have maximum impact now editing involves a proactive editor making changes and suggestions that will improve the overall quality of your writing particularly in relation relation to language use and expression after editing your language will be sharp and consistent 
your expression clear and the overall readability of your writing enhance. Editing also involves the proofreading of your document with spelling, grammar and other language errors eliminated. Editing assures that your writing gives the impression that the English language comes naturally to you even if it doesn't. Okay, amen. So editing, editing is important. Proofreading, on the other hand, okay, proofreading is two different. Proofreading, on the other hand, has less ambition than editing and is therefore a cheaper service, but it still performs a vital role, okay? Proofreading is the process of correcting surface errors in writing, such as grammatical, spelling, punctuation, and other language mistakes, okay? I would always encourage people please 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 hire an editor proofreader okay please hire them many people say boy teacher i haven't got that kind of money right now kind of go against doing it yourself but at some point it's here many people know what they wrote and are comfortable with what they wrote and will rarely see mistakes that's why it's always good for someone else to proofread and edit your book like I said, many people, they know what they wrote and they're comfortable with what they wrote and they will rarely see mistakes. So before proofreading and editing, run spelling and grammar checks. You've got Word, if you've got Word, whatever it is you're on or um, many other of the different apps, again, run spelling checks, then run it again after you're done polishing to check for any lingering typos. Okay, read your work aloud. I always tell my kids when they're doing their homework or they're writing, read your work aloud when you read it aloud you can hear yourself so sometimes you read it like uh, that that don't make sense uh, that don't sound right read your work aloud pronounce each word slowly and clearly as you read it and check for mistakes some people there are some people that read their piece backwards so they can see each word separately and out of context that's what some people do i repeat do not if you can do not do it yourself unless you are a professional do not do it yourself unless you are a professional. You're like, well, preacher, I don't what well, if I, teacher, I don't know anyone. I haven't got the money. I haven't listen, money cometh in Jesus' name. Money will come. In fact, okay, there's more if you don't do it, there's most of a teacher or someone that you know in that profession that can help you. You'd be surprised that listen, what you don't have is somewhere around you or near you or connected to you. I'm gonna say that again. What you don't have, the minute you step out in faith and begin to write and do something that you know God has placed in your heart to do, if you don't have it, it's most likely around you or near you or connected to you. That's so important. But please don't do it yourself. Get a professional. Get a pro and oh, this is so important. Please write this down. Sorry if I'm going too fast. Okay. Do not do it yourself unless you are a professional. Listen key get a proofreader that specializes in your field i'm gonna say that again get a proofreader that specializes in your field do not get a zombie editor to edit your romance novel okay <laughs> i'm gonna say that again do not get no zombie editor or zombie fiction editor to to proofread or edit your your romance novel okay do not get someone that specializes in children's books to proofread your um your history of a uh, american civil war does that make get someone that specializes in your field to proofread and edit your book okay so if it's a christian editor 
Christian editor or we'll see if he's a Christian field, get someone that you know that specializes in Christian books and then spiritual you know that okay this is a, they proofread Christian books they know what I'm trying to say amen in fact they, they if they're spirit filled bless the Lord but if they're not but if they just set someone okay they're a Christian proofreader they specialize in Christian books so say they know what I'm trying to say they know what I'm trying to get across does that make sense what I'm trying to say stick to your field and if it comes to proofreading and editing if you're writing a thriller get someone that specializes in editing thriller books with thrillers they, that's what they do the books that they edit are thrillers that's so important okay this is very important beware of us and english wording differences okay beware or be aware of us and english wording differences there are americans spell things some things differently than english people do it's a favor the word favor is for f-a-v-o-r we say f-a-v-o-u-r very small things that people will pick up and like mm, okay but American spelling so now that would determine who's your market who is your main market because if it's America is your main market then you're going to want to spell in relation to the US spelling grammar does that make sense so you've got to know the difference between US and English amen okay very important key number uh, I don't know I forgot the keys but these are golden keys that you're getting for free it's excellence or nothing I'm going to say that again it's excellence or nothing. I'm one of those people. Listen to me. If I see a spelling mistake in a book or a spelling mistake, I'm, I'm not reading it. I'm sorry. I'm, if I see, I'm, I, I done a degree in media production, and man, I used to do acting when I was a child. Um, I used to do degree, and I'm one of those people. Um, there's a lot of Christian programming on the sky, and I'm one of those people. If I see very bad camera work, I'm gonna turn you off. I'm not gonna watch you. I, I don't care how good what you are saying. If I see bad camera work, I, I'm like, I'm one of those people when people used to watch pirate. I don't know if you know about pirate movies. Back in the day, I'm showing my age. But back in the day when people used to watch pirate movies and the cameras all wobbling and things that I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll turn it off. I don't want to watch that because I'm very particular. And some people are the same when it comes to writing. And then if they read a piece of work and they read a book, remember you've gone out of your way to not only write the book publish the book put it in the book publish the book and get it out there into the world and they see spelling mistakes and they're like oh no 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 then they're not they're not going to read so it's excellence or nothing proofreading and book editing should not be compromised i'm going to say that again proofreading and editing book editing should not be compromised do not compromise in that area i cannot stress this enough do not compromise in the area the minute people see a mistake in your printed book, they will put it down. I remember one of my books. Um, <laughs> uh, I, was, I got a book called "Decisions Determine Destiny." Um, um, Decisions Determine Destiny: Stories and Scenarios. That was based on young people. And the first time I read it, I was such a hurry to get it out. And, I, and when my mother-in-law looked at it, she's like, "There's a mistake here. There's a mistake there." This is a-. And there was mistakes everywhere. I was like, "Oh, cool." I had to go to reprint. So that's what I'm saying. I've been through the mill. I've been through the mistakes. I've already been ripped off by different companies. Uh, I, when it comes to publishing, that's a whole different field. Amen. But like I said, if you want a personal one-to-one, www.kevintreasure.com, Facebook, Kevin Treasure, or Instagram, The Winner's Mentality. Okay. If pe- many people see a mistake in your printed book, they will put it down. It looks unprofessional. Amen. So it's excellence 
or nothing okay um, there's book formatting and what that really means book formatting so I'm giving you an overview book formatting is the format of your book okay how it looks inside how it looks inside so it's all spread you know it's all the lines in the right place and it's all nice and boxed up nicely the pictures are in the right frame all those things you can do it yourself on Microsoft Word if you have the time or patience to do that um, but I'm a person like I said I'm one of those people that pays to pay so I'm one of those people if uh, I'm not an expert in that field I want to find someone that is and I want to pay them to do it so it looks professional okay and does your book have images does it have tables graphs is it color is it black and white now always take in mind if it's color it's going to be more money okay the fancier the interior of your book is the more money it will be so all these things you've got to take into consideration when you're going to format your book um, one thing again find an interior of a book that you like or you want your book to look like go you've got if you've got books on your bookshelf find an interior okay this interior in this book looks nice i like this font this font is a nice font and uh, what font do you want it to be is 11 or 12 points is it too big that way your te- or is that that way your text is easier to read you also okay I also recommend using serif font type typeface and then there's different fonts and then that's the type of wording a serif font typeface has small features called serifs at the end of the strokes which make the text easier recognizable next to other letters and enhance it the readability of your text I'm going to say that again that a serif font typeface has small is it going to be serif or sans serif a serif font typeface has small features called serifs at the end of the strokes which make the text easy recon, easily recognizable next to other letters and enhance the readability of your text some people use Gamond, Garamond, Minion and Dante are preferably three of the five six most widely used typeface for trade back trade paperback fiction published in the US there are many formatters out there who offer great services okay so there's people like I said I always hired people to do my work and if I'm not great at it I want to get someone that is there are many formatters amen before you hire check their previous work okay before you hire anybody whether it's going to be for the outside the inside the format of the book check their previous work do not get ripped off compare prices okay do not get ripped off okay that's when it comes to formatting okay formatting is so important so you can write these down formatting book cover design oh book cover design you can just write down book cover design first thing you need to know it makes a world of difference to your book okay I tell people take your time take your time like for myself I hire designers when I do my book I'm not going to do it myself I'm not in that field amen so I want to hire someone that is and now what is so important and can sometimes be um, difficult and it depends on the type of person you are or how how easy it is for you to translate what's in your heart to someone else and that sometimes can be hard if you don't know what you're looking for. When I had the power of words, I didn't even know what I really wanted to. I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know how to uh, express that to the designer. So we were back and forth for weeks, months, even. I was like, no, no, no. And the end result was so simp- simple. 
very simple but that's what i wanted i know okay i've seen it that's what i want that's what i want my book to look like the book cover design makes the world of difference now some people they want to put themselves in it some people used to say to me why never i book myself as a little picture of me handsome little black man at the back of my book and some people like why you never put yourself on the front of the book I didn't envision that. Some people do envision that. They see themselves on the front of their book. Listen, each one to their own. There's no wrong way, no right way. You know what you want your book to look like, okay? You maybe want to put yourself on the book with your arms crossed and smiling. You, you, I don't, whatever you want. You want to put something else on there. You know the image, amen? But what I'd say is go out there. See what covers are out there. What you want your cover to look like. How you want your book to feel. Amen? How big you want your book. You go out there and you have a look. The cover of your book is important because it's the first thing a reader sees. You want it to have a design that stands out and grabs the reader's attention. So that's so important. It's the first thing that they see. A cover that also portrays an accurate idea of what your book is about. Okay? I'm going to say that again. You need a cover that also portrays an accurate idea of what your book is about. Amen? Don't put on your book um, a, uh, an anchor on the front and your books about birds uh, what's, the, what's the correlation uh, <laughs> does that make sense so you got to put a book cover uh, it portrays an accurate idea of what your book is about i stress it again please hire a professional it makes the world of difference you heard the saying it pays to pay it does it pays to pay okay research at your local bookstores or other bookstores in your genre see what's out there in the genre okay so you gotta go if it's if it's women if it's fiction if it's um books about young people plays go and look at the books in your genre what covers are out there some of you have it already in your heart you've seen in fact there are some people that i speak to they have the cover before they have the book because they have a desire and they have that mind they see they envision the book and vision is so important so important vision is so important Beware of copyright issues when submitting images for your cover. Okay, that's very important. Please, beware of copyright images when submitting your images for your cover. Avoid potential copyright infringement, okay? There's some people that think they can get away with it and think that they can just put other people's images on or other people's pictures without actually consulting them. And then all of a sudden, your book becomes an Amazon number one bestseller all over Barnes and Noble, Waterstones and all the big bookstores. It's in every bookshop all over the world. And then that person sees them and say, hold up, that's my image. Ching, ching, we want our money back. You use my image without you paying and you're going to have to pay money. So please do things right, amen. Always check your copyright make sure you're not infringing any copyright okay cover images must be high resolution no no less than 300 ppi or dpi cover images if i'm going too fast forgive me like i said i may replay this i will replay this okay okay i may even do a part two but for those that want real like um, they need to go in depth they want a one-to-one i'm here www.kevintreasure.com amen there's ministers out there you've got books inside of you okay let me go down there first one minute cover images must be high resolution please must be high resolution there's nothing that really grates me even more than a bad cover design people will laugh at it they're not even gonna they're not even gonna read it a bad cover they might just read it just for because they're so intrigued that the cover design is so bad amen submit it as a layered tiff or layered photoshop file where the text is on a separate layer from images that gets all technical if you're doing it yourself then that gets technical 
but if you've given it to someone else to do they can deal with all that okay so that or you're gonna use Photoshop file or TIFF file if you're gonna do it yourself you're gonna have to worry about all that but if you get a professional to do it they will know what to do all they want to know is what size is your book and they'll have it what layout do you want what picture do you want on your book the blurb at the back that's important the blurb at the back gives people when they pick up the book they love the cover so someone's picked up your book they love the cover what do they do they turn it around and what do they see the blurb the blurb is just the part of the back that you're going to write about that gives that reader an insight to what your book is about that needs to be catchy that needs to be something that's going to stand out also and say oh i've got to read this book because when they see the front what do they do they turn to the back or they turn inside they turn to the introduction but they turn to the back and they say okay so your book has to stand out this is key get good honest feedback on cover proposals okay don't get your friends that you know they're around you that agree with everything you say and like what you like get good honest feedback if you've already got a big fan base or followers and then you can say to them hey I'm bringing up my book if you've got 2,000, 3,000 some people got a lot of people following them on social media and, they, and you've got a big fan base or you've got a church or you've got um, a close company of ministers and say hey my book's coming out soon um, I've got a few cover designs please give me your feedback on what you or you can make a competition some people make competitions out of these things say hey you tell me which one do you think's best um, out of the five or out of the three and then when you give people too much um, of a choice then that can confuse you because you may have five thousand people a thousand people are like one two and three so now you're like you're still stuck so, so don't give them too much of an opportunity to confuse you so get good honest feedback on cover proposals and then you may get 10 people to give and say hey or some people that you know that are, are going to tell you the truth even if it hurts you and then they say well i don't like this and I, does that make sense so get good honest feedback on your cover okay your book cover here we go your book cover should one fall within the norms of your genre but still be able to visually stand out among other books. I'm going to say that again. Your book cover should fall within the norms for your genre, but still be able to visually stand out among other books. Your book cover, number two, your book cover should appeal to readers and convince them to take a closer look at your book with a strong, should have a strong visual presence, amen? I'm going to say that again. Your book cover should appeal to readers and convince them to take a closer look at your book. Should it should have a strong visual presence, okay? Three, reflect the content of your book and expose readers to your writing style, okay? So reflect the content of your book so you expose readers to your writing style. Many people have a writing style, okay? You've got to find yours, okay? got to find yourself so you just write and then some people have a writing style and it's not something that they try to adopt it's just something that just flows out of their heart and then can four convince a potential reader to invest in a lit literary journey with your story that's so important convince you convince your potential reader to invest in a literary journey with your story that's what's going to make them part of the money take the money out of the pocket and purchase your book take home your book and read your book read your book okay they're going to take them so please like i said there are some people like oh my god i need more information i'm giving you an overview uh, but like i said i'm there if anybody wants more if you get it wrong your book cover if you if you get it wrong it could be the death of your book this is why your book cover is so important if you get the book cover wrong it could be the death of your book before you've even started 
I'm going to say that again. If you get your book cover wrong, it could be the death of your book before you've even started. Okay? So you have to get that right. And you have to love it. Okay? You have to love it. Even if you got... Millions of people are saying, well, I'm not really... What do you want? Well, how do you envision your book? Remember, the book is your vision. It's your baby. And it is your baby. And you're going to treat it like your baby. You're going to look after your baby. Amen. Cuddle your baby. Keep your baby. Watch your baby. Amen. And see that your baby, more importantly, does not die. Amen. That's so important. So important. Let me just see time. I just need to look at time. How much time have I got? How long have I been on the air? I don't want to go over my time, okay? But I hope you're getting something out of this. I hope you're getting something out of this, okay? I hope you are being blessed. But like I said, my desire is to help people in writing their book. ISBN. Let me quickly give an overview. ISBN. 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 What is an ISBN, teacher? Here we go. ISBN stands for International Standard Book Number. Okay? I'm going to say that again. International Standard Book Number. It is a 13-digit number that's used as a unique identifier for your books. And then ISBN is used internationally. It's used internationally. When you get the ISBN, it's used internationally. If you plan to sell your book in bookstores to libraries or through online retailers like Amazon.com, you will need an ISBN. Very important. Can't cut corners here. You need this ISBN. Okay. If you plan to sell your book in bookstores, you will need a barcode. If you only plan to sell online or privately, like speaking engagements, you don't need a barcode. I'm going to say it again. If you plan to sell your book in bookstores, you will need a barcode. Land with the ISBN. If you only plan to sell online or privately, like speaking engagements, you won't need a barcode. But what I'd say is excellence or nothing. Get a barcode. You want your book to sell all over the world. You're not thinking small. You're thinking big. And then we serve a great God. And he is a creative God because he created you. And look how many people are of all different shapes, colors, sizes. God is a creative God and we're made in his image. You are a creative person, okay? That was for free. Okay, the two major ones. There's a Boca, Boca in the USA. Oh, I said it, say it wrong. Sir. And there's Nielsen in the UK, in Europe. Why these two, okay? There's the USA is Boca and Nielsen in the UK. If an ISBN is obtained from a company other than the official ISBN agency, the ISBN will not identify the publisher for the title accuracy. I'm going to say it again. If an ISBN is obtained from a company other than the official ISBN agency, that ISBN will not identify the publishers of the title accurately by your own ISBN. There are people that buy an ISBN and it's under, like they sell like an ISBN for cheap, it's because they've bought a thousand but if when they go to that book publisher they'll see it's not actually your it's not actually your ISBN you're under somebody else's umbrella I can explain this more if you contact me if you're serious about writing your book okay if you're serious about writing your book see me www.kevintreasure okay okay this this can have implications for doing business in business in the publishing industry supply chain I'm my own publisher I've learned the hard way. That's what I tell people. I've made mistakes. I've messed up. I've been ripped off. I've been con. And I'm a person. This is why I see when I was growing up and in the music industry, 
before I was a Christian, there's a lot of people who used to do get record deals and they find out, oh, this record deal isn't what it was all cracked up to be. Why? Because they got ripped off by big producers, music industries. And what did they do? They started their own label. Now, I'm a person who might as well say the same thing happened to me. Went into this industry, came under some shysty, or I want to say shysty, where people are out to make money and they kind of messed up my book. So I, what did I do? I started my own publishing company. I have my own publisher. I, I publish my own books under Decisions Determined Destiny Press. That's what I do. So I believe in doing things yourself, but I believe in this is why I'm here to teach people because I've already made the mistakes and I don't want you to make the mistakes that I've made. So it's important. And then there's two different types of publishing. You can self-publish or you can go with traditional publishers. Amen. But that's a whole different seminar and a whole different program program okay <laughs> ISBNs are assigned to publishers and self-publishers as follows they sell them in groups of one ten a hundred and thousand ten thousand or a hundred thousand so what I say you can buy one ISBN or ten ISBNs or a hundred ISBNs or thousand ISBNs when I first started my books I got a set of ten ISBN numbers and back then it was 132 pound because I knew that I'm gonna write more than books that I've written so I knew that I wasn't going to write just one book so I bought a bunch of 10 ISBNs under my publishing company of Decisions Determined Destiny Press okay so depending on where you are if it's Caribbean America you're going to go with Boca or if it's in Europe you're going to go with Nielsen amen okay so I just wanted to help you out there okay I hope you actually got something from that like I said there are some people that um, you want more I'm here to help you. I'm a mentor when it comes to writing books. I'm a mentor. I like to help people. I want to see you write your book. It's so important. And I tell people, and I tell people again, when you write one, you're going to write seven. And I tell you, when you write one, you'll write seven. I'm telling you, it's in you. You can do it, and you will do it. So before I finish the show, before we come down, seven things a writer should never do. I mean, you get pen and paper. Make sure you got pen and paper. Make sure you get pen and paper. Seven things a writer should never do. Number one, never stop, start, stop, start. Never. Please, don't do that. Never stop, start, stop, start. You you write, you write five days in a row straight this week and then two weeks time you don't write again. No. Writers write daily. I'm going to say that again. Writers write daily. You know it's in you. You know you want to finish it. It feels in you. Don't lose that fire. Don't lose that passion. What did I say? How do you not lose it? What did I say earlier? You keep people in front of you, in your ears. Those podcasts and those people that you know are motivating you to finish your book. Write your book. Listen, you need motivation. You need, no man is an island. We need motivation. So keep those people in your ears. Keep them on your podcast. Keep them on your YouTube channels. Amen. Don't start and stop, start and stop. Be continuous. Like I said, develop the spirit of a finisher. So writers write daily. Okay, I've said this before and I'm going to stress it again. Number two, do not write about something you know nothing or little about. I'm going to say it again. Do not write about something you know nothing or little about. Because some people, they just want to write something that they just know a little about. No, people will see through that. Why would you want to write about something you know little about? People will see through that. Only write about something that you're passionate about. That's key. Because when you write about something that you're passionate about, it's easy to write. 
Some people have a burning desire to write about women's issues. Why? Because that's what they know about. That's what they write about. So it's going to be easy to write. When you put pen to paper, it will just flow. So never write about something you know little of nothing or little about. Okay, three. Hope you're getting this. Don't ever write something in an attempt to satisfy a market trend and make a quick buck. I say that again slowly. Don't ever write something in an attempt to satisfy a market trend or make a quick buck or quick quid. Yen, Naira, wherever you are. What, what am I trying to say? Some people, they say like, okay, um, Bitcoin. Okay, let's say something that's, um, that's popular. Bitcoin. So some people, they know that everyone's on this Bitcoin thing. Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. Oh, Dogecoin. And they all got all these coins. So some people, like, they know a little bit about it. So they're going to, oh, let me write a book about it. Why? Because it's it's the quick market trend. And they know that people are going to buy it because a lot of people are. So some people are just going to write about it. They don't really know much about it. So they're just going to write about it because that's the trend. You'll be surprised how many people just write about what's trending now. Just to make a quick buck. When coronavirus came out, you see, I see how many books about coronavirus. People didn't even know anything about coronavirus when it just come out. They just know, okay, it come from a wet market or a laboratory in Wuhan because we know the truth. Okay, I just thought I put that in there. But people didn't even know much about it. But they're writing about this and they're writing about that. Why? Because they know if you put a book out there, people will buy it. Why? Because it's trending. No, don't write about what's trending. Write about what you're passionate about. That is so important. Don't write about what's trending. That's a squeaky chair again. Don't write about what's trending. Write about what you're passionate about. You'll be surprised. There's so many people that just jump on trends. Trends. What's trending? No. Write about what you're passionate about. Because when you write about what you're passionate about, now you become the trend. And now people buy your book. And people want to know what you're saying. I decree it and I declare it. That is your portion. You will finish your book. I declare it over your life. You will finish your book. You will write other books. You are an author. You are an author in Jesus' name. Okay, next one. Don't try to write like someone else. Don't, don't. Just be you. You have your own unique voice. You have your own voice. You are unique. You are one of a kind. There is no blueprint. You are not a carbon copy. You are an original. Don't try to write like someone else. Just be you. There are people that are in prison men that have written bestsellers they didn't know anything about writing but they know they wanted to write their story and they've written stories and they just wrote well they didn't try to be like no one else they just wrote what they knew they'd been through and their bestsellers why because they found their own unique voice they know there's no one like them and they wanted to put their story out there so people can avoid the traps that they fell into so some people can live a right life without going down the road that they went to you have your own unique voice okay you are an original don't try and be a copycat okay there's only one kevin anthony treasure in this world it's me it's the guy speaking to you there's no other one like me yes i have a gap in my teeth big lips i'm bald beautiful married and happy and blessed amen there's only one of me five foot eight loving jesus loving life amen there's only one me and there's only one you and you are unique be you okay be you okay next one never become an island never become an island so easy to do so network with other writers in your genre network with other writers in your genre now you're gonna find some writers that become a bit cagey like oh what do you want to network with me i'm gonna keep my book secret what no you've already 
you got your book there's some people who want they're glad to give you information glad to tell you i'm one of those people i'm glad to tell you how to get ahead i love seeing people succeed well listen to me this world is big enough amen there's no one to say listen if 75 million people make it that's not going to stop you making it one because for me i'm a christian so i've got in me and with me so it doesn't matter what goes on who's against me god is for me but what i'm saying there's enough room for everybody to be successful amen there's enough room for us i love seeing people make it network of other writers in your genre you'd be surprised how many people will want to help you you will be surprised some people will got to get rid of stinking thinking and the wrong mindset wrong thinking creates wrong wrong believing creates wrong lifestyle wrong so you've got to learn to start thinking there are people that are willing to help you stop thinking oh everyone's against me and no one wants to help me no there are people that are willing to help you you just haven't met them yet and you will meet them lord bring them into your pathway they're going to meet them don't assume there is any single path or right way or wrong way for writers need to follow i want to say that again don't assume there is any single path or right way or wrong way writers need to follow. Don't assume that. Like I said before, some people they, they like to write in the morning. Some people they best uh, their the night hours. They like to write in the night time. Some people like to exercise, have their frogger or their um, nutrient drink, start the day healthy and then say, I'm going to sit at my desk at 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and write. Everybody's different. Everybody's really last but not least and this is for everybody at the sound of my voice never ever 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 give up and i say that again never ever 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 give up no matter how long it takes keep writing i tell people it took me seven years seven years seven years seven years it took me seven years it took me and I, every time they saw me in my bag, I had my script in my bag. I had my everywhere I went. I'm going to work. I had my script in the bag. And some people say, even now, I carry a big bag because I carry a lot of books with me. I always carry things with me that I don't really need, but I might just need them. <laughs> but I always carry a big bag. And they say, who are you having that big old bag there? But I always have my script in me. I always kept my baby close to me. Seven years. Now, I've written that book 2007 to 2014. The Power of Words. Why? Because I knew that's what God had given me. And God has given you something. You hear the sound of my voice. You know that God has given you something. And you know you were born to finish that book. You know you are born to write that book. Someone encourage someone out there that you will finish that book. Amen. I want to go on and talk about traditional publishers and self-publishing. Now, the traditional publishers and the publishing houses like Penguin. And there's so many um, Holland and there's so many big, big publishers out there. If you can get a publishing deal with those publishers now, you, you're good. You're good to go. Now, some people like say, well, I want to go my way. I want to do self-publishing. I want to do it all myself. I want to do it myself. I want to just be independent. I want the royalties on myself. I want to get all my royalties. I want to do everything. Amazon, please don't underestimate the power of Amazon. Oh, my God. They're, they're the market leader. You might say they've, psh, they've cornered the market. But what I'm saying to you now there are stages to writing focus you have the stage of writing write just write your book write your book finish your book don't worry about publishing just yet don't worry about anything else just yet just get the book just write the book amen if you're a christian let the spirit of god lead you speak to you amen do everything with him one person allow the holy ghost to lead you and speak to you if you're not a christian now's a good time to become a christian 
<laughs> but I want to encourage you. You know where you get your inspiration from. Okay? So finish your book. And as you finish your book, now you're going to get look for an editor, a proofreader. I say get, it pays to pay. I mean, that's going to take out a large chunk of your money. It took a large chunk out of mine. Because the bigger the book is, the more they're going to charge you. Amen? So I'm going to say that again. The bigger your book is, the more they're going to charge you. Because my book was about 50,000, 55,000 words, 54,000 words, I believe. can't remember. It's a long time ago. But the more you write, it's the more they're going to charge you. Because obviously, it's more work for them to do. Don't let that... Um, what's the word don't, don't let that stop you from writing a big book okay like i said everything is by faith you're writing by faith everything you're doing is by faith so as you write by faith the next stage you're going to need the proofread you're going to need um the editor so by faith you know that okay i'm going to edit it and when you edit your book after you edit the book now the editor's going to give it to you for you to check the edits so it's not as straightforward as it seems after you get to that stage after you finish the book he edits the book, proofreads the book. He's going to give it back to you to see if you agree with those edits. And there's a lot of markups to do. So sometimes even that is a going back and forth. It's just part of the process if you are publishing yourself, okay? Nothing to get scared about. Nothing to say, oh my God, this is too much. No, no. It's just part of the process. Everything is a process, okay? If you're going to go traditional publishing, you're going to get a publisher. You're going to go for them. They're going to look at you and they're going to look at your book and they say, hey, I like this this is good we, we want to publish your book for you so you've got to decide which area you're going to go down okay now i don't even want to go down into marketing that's a totally different seminar okay totally different for another day and another time but i just wanted to do this program to encourage people amen that you have it inside of you like i said i have seven books out there i have the power of words the winner's mentality I have the power of words, um, the winner's mentality, daily confessions, because I'm big on speaking. When I say speaking, speaking over your life, speaking positive. The Bible says, Proverbs 18, Proverbs 18, that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit of it. So you got to be careful of the words that you speak. That is what I like to speak about more than anything else, the power of words, amen. the effects they have on your life. I tell my children, listen, always speak positive, okay, always speak positive. That's most important to speak positive, amen, because your words are taking you down the path of your life that you're going. So it's very important. Amen. I have another one called The Scissors Determined Destiny, Stories and Scenarios. I have Success Series, another one. Um, oh, what's that last one? Oh my God, look at me. I've got like a thousand books and I'm there. I can't even remember the books that I've written. But I've got books out there. Um, Amazon, cannot stress to you the power of Amazon. If you get your book out there on Amazon, if you have, a, like I said, if you have a large fan base, or following or people that are on you on twitter or on instagram or on facebook listen you've already got an advertising platform so you share your journey i mean if you're a person you can share your journey with people that are following you or people that are watching you people that know your work share your journey so say hey i'm writing my book hey i'm at the publishing stage get people to invest in your journey people that know you they know your integrity they know your character they know you, they've seen you, they know your work, they know your lifestyle. Say, hey, um, if you raise funds, say, hey, who wants to invest in your book? Hey, I'm like, there's people you can give different levels and say, hey, hey, if you give me, if they, if you invest such and such, then I'll, I'll put a mention of you and a name in the book. I'll, again, I'll give you a plaque or something. But get people to invest in your work because they see you're passionate about it. So when people see you're passionate about it, people want to come alongside of you and invest in you. Because they know, hey, this person's got something here, something real, something genuine, something authentic, and I want to help them succeed. You'll be surprised how many people want you to succeed, okay? You'll be surprised how many people 
want you to succeed some people can sit on the sideline and just watch you work and sweat and then rejoice with you <laughs> when you get there but there are some people that are genuinely interested in what you're doing and want to help you get to where you're going okay um for teachers and preachers if you are a minister oh my god if you are a minister prophet pastor bishop apostle i cannot stress how easy it is for you to write a book let me let me break it down let me break it down I cannot stress how easy it is if you stand up there every day, every Sunday in front of your congregation and you preach, okay, one month you are preaching about uh, temptation or you're preaching about the power of the blood of Jesus or you're preaching about um, um, the overcomer's mindset or you're preaching about the cross. But whatever it is, you are preaching every Sunday now about one or over maybe over a course of eight Sundays but you have a titling sermon or you have a Bible study that you're teaching about maybe the Holy Ghost and you're doing two... For two months eight weeks of just the teaching about the person of the holy spirit let me tell you how easy it is for you now if you are teaching from an hour or two hours every tuesday bible study let's say about the person and the power of the holy spirit let's just take for instance now you record that teaching every every sunday every bible study or every sunday so you record your your teaching series so let's just take for instance you are teaching about the power of the holy spirit every tuesday in bible study for two hours okay so now you're preaching that teaching that over this series of mm, two months which is eight sessions eight weeks uh yeah eight sessions one a week for two hours so what's that eight sixteen so you have 16 hours of teaching on the power of the holy spirit now you record that you record that session you record that teaching that you teach and now you've got 16 hours 16 hours one uh, two hours a week for two months so you've got 16 hours of teaching about the power and the person of the holy spirit now you have that teaching you have that audio recording and now you set that audio recording from speech to text so now you have each recording not only just in audio but now you have, have speech to text and you have 16 hours of the teaching on the person of the holy ghost that has now been transferred from speech to text you already have a book i'm going to say that again you already have a book because you've been teaching about the one subject do you see how easy it is very easy i'm giving you this for free bless the lord does that make sense so if you're teaching about something all you need to do is make sure you record it and as you record it speaks to text now you've got it in document form computer form on word form and now you can edit as you go along you already have a head start these are free wisdom nuggets that i'm giving you because i want you to win you were born to win and i want to share the wisdom with everybody out there in radio land because this is winning with the word and you were born to win now i hope this has been a blessing to you i managed to teach and i managed to just really trying to share my heart because i know there are people out there and you, you really want to write you really want to write you've got plays inside of you you've got films inside of you you've got stories inside of you don't look about where you are i'm a one-parent family oh i'm single oh i haven't got a lot of money oh i've only got part-time work listen don't look about where you are Okay, don't just the Bible says don't despise the day of small beginnings. Begin where you are and write. It's in you. You're a creative person. Okay, write it. It's in you. Write it. Right now is the best time to write. We're living in the last days. I want to encourage people. God has said, listen to me. I've given you gifts. There's a story in the Bible where he gave one man five gifts, one man two, and one man one. 
and it's the gifts and the talents that he gave them sorry it's talents that he gave them or money as, as they traded but what he was saying i've given them and he gave them according to their several ability he knows your ability even when you don't i didn't know i had the ability to write until i started to write you'll be amazed what you can do when you put your mind to it the bible says all things are possible to him that believes so put pen to paper if you need more mentorship you need to help i'm here to help you okay my name is kevin treasure you can see me at www.kevintreasure.com reach out to me on the instagram the winner's mentality you can reach out to me on facebook kevin treasure okay um where else am i um i'm on amazon you can see my amazon profile author kevin treasure there's so much more i want to give but i want to start you on your road to writing your book you're going to make it you're going to succeed i said you are going to succeed and people are going to see you as an author and you're going to hold your book i can envision it now i can see you holding your book i can see you rejoicing i can see people rejoicing with you you are an author and like i said if you write one you write seven it's so easy you will do it and you will succeed i want to encourage you today god is with you okay god is with you and i hope you are blessed if you are blessed please just reach out to me reach out to me like i said i'm here to help many people okay if you haven't read my book the power of words and winner's mentality but please be encouraged if you need to know more reach out to me but i hope this program was a blessing you are born for more write that book put pen to paper cut out every distraction okay and go forward okay god is a good god so i just want to encourage you to go forward and finish your book in jesus name by author kevin treasure the power of words the winner's mentality out now consists of 21 chapters regarding the use effects benefits and consequences of the words we speak and the influence they have on our lives and the lives of those around us discover how to hold your tongue in the most trying times discover the real power you possess with the words you speak discover how what you say has a profound effect on your life no person desiring success should be without this book this book will teach you how to live a victorious life, which includes 24 winner's mentality points regarding wise words, 17 winner's mentality points regarding anger, 16 reasons why saying nothing is wisdom, 10 ways to frame your future with your tongue, 6 winner's mentality points regarding good health. The book is available in paperback and ebook format. Order your copy today, priced at $9.99. Available from www.kevintreasure.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, and many more. Or call 07903-940-399. The Power of Words. The Winner's Mentality. Get your copy today. Thank you for tuning in to The Power of Words. The Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.